I'm not sure I know how to properly articulate all the frustration I'm feeling right now with what we just witnessed. You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Dirk with the back. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined as always, by my co-host, the editor of The Smoking Cuban, and also of Mavs.com. What do you have for me, Isaac? Is Nikola Jokic overrated? He was not overrated in the first half, I can tell you that much. Because I still think he is. Where do, I, you, where do you think people have him rated? As far, like, as, as, far as best big men like in the NBA. Yeah, so like like would you consider him a top 20 player, top 25 player? It's hard when you start putting players. I think you just have to do it with his position. Yeah, but I, I mean I feel like I mean his fans it's just like I mean it's like he's a, he has his own religion kind of. Like people his followers think he's <laughs> just like just great. And I know this is the worst game. I realize that. To Nikola Jokic is the Wes Anderson movies of NBA players. He is he is one of those players that has really, really good things going for him and does really, really good things. Every once in a while, something will pop out that's like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I've never seen that before. This is something that, you know, is awesome and groundbreaking. And, you know, it's something new, something but also something old that we've we, you know, we haven't seen in a long time. Comes out of nowhere. And then every once in a while you're like, Man, I don't know. I don't even know what that was about. What is that all about right there? Like you know, his jumper and the defense. And, I mean, Dennis Smith Jr., he's going to drive by a whole bunch of people. But Jokic no, is a turnstile. Like, that's my that's my thing. Like, and it kind of goes into, like, when I talk about, like, LeBron and, like, all-time ranks and stuff of why I have a couple more players ahead of LeBron. I'm still saying he's great. Like, he was on, like, Jokic. I'm still saying he was on my all-star list, like, like last week. So, like, he's still really, really good. He put up 29, 18, and 7 tonight. I think yeah. it's awesome. But all I'm saying is for the praise that a lot of people give him, some people think he's the best big in the league. Some people think he's the top three big in the league, something like that. And my whole thing with it is, like, could he play in the finals? No. Like, he couldn't. Like, he would have to be taken out. I mean, we even yeah. saw it tonight. They took him out at the end of the game and put another guy in there, five pretty much wings that could switch. Because so Dennis wouldn't go around him. So my thing is, and then he still he, went around them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he still went around uh, went around Toy Craig. So like my thing is, if you have to be taking out taken out for a matchup, then you're not a top twenty player in the league. For a matchup, what about Steph Curry? He doesn't have to be taken out for a matchup. Sometimes. No, he doesn't. He never has to be taken out of the game for a matchup. They'll take him off the player, but there's always someone on the court for Steph to guard. How many bigs do you think are better than Nikola Jokic right now? And uh, I, t- I totally agree with everything you just said, by the way. I was just trying to be the contrarian. I have a, a, a list of teams in front of me right now, so I'm just going through them. I mean, Porzingis, for sure, um, going out through there. 
I mean, I think let's well, go, he's better. Let's go Towns, both the both the Pelicans, Porzingis. Yeah. What about like Drummond? Embiid. Embiid, yeah, that's five. What about Drummond? Um, Drummond's interesting. Yeah, that one's like a that one's like a tweener. Definitely Lamarcus Aldridge. Yes, for sure. At least, yeah, Marcus All. What about Al Horford? Yes, Al Horford, I would take yep. over him. Rudy what Gobert, a, I would take over him. Yeah. What about Capella? No. So we're looking at like Drummond, Jokic, like in that range. So yeah. So that, he, that's so nine. It, that's nine definites that we named ahead of him. Yeah, and that's that's all I'm saying is like I enjoy watching him play and stuff, but he has to be. It's it it kind of goes into the Rudy Gobert stuff too. Like we seen when the Jazz played the Warriors in the playoffs last year, they just isolated out, got Gobert on a screen, like, and like they would just go around them. Like you almost have to take him out of the game, and that's why I don't put Gobert in that same category as AD, Boogie, Towns, you know, Porzingis. Those guys you don't have to take out. They can stand their ground for the most part. So that's my only thing. Uh, Jokic did have I mean, a mo- monster of a game tonight. If you but. could, if you could somehow morph Gobert and Jokic into, the, into like one player, that'd be wild. It would be like the European monster from hell. He just doesn't like when they play him at center, which they have to, especially when Millsap you know gets back rolling. Like that's the like that's the thing we saw at the very beginning. I tweeted out like, and the den- the difference for Dennis like when they play against these guys that can get into the lane, it's a much different feel for a guy like Dennis that when he knows that he's not a rim protector. When he got past Jokic one time, he went up for the layup. How many times this year has Dennis got that shot swatted off the board? A yeah, ton. a lot. By a lot of different players. Yeah, so like you have that comfort when you have Jokic. When he is hedging off a screen or when he goes underneath a screen, you got that room and it's no big deal. And he's just – I tweeted this out from the Smokey Cuban tonight, a poll. Who's better at defense right now, Jokic or Dirk? Stop. <laughs> how much is it I, how much is it in favor of uh of dirk of dirk yeah oh a ton <laughs> i think i would take dirk's like hand swiping at the ball over whatever he's Jokic actually he's can. really good at that yeah he is so obviously we are talking about the mavericks 102 to 105 lost to the denver nuggets tonight another clutch game the mavericks are now 7 and 23 in clutch games it is it's they've played 30 clutch games which is Within five points, with less than five minutes to go, at any point, less than five minutes. That, this has to be getting close to a record. Can we look up for a record of most clutch games? And man, I feel like I would have to start going through like the books to start. I don't know if this is like <laughs> common knowledge. Yeah. So uh, that's definitely something we'll have to look up. But it, I mean, that's insane. Forty-five of the Mavericks, or, uh, thirty of the Mavericks, forty-five games have been clutch games. I mean, it's just it's wild when you think about it, and when we talked about it before. It, it just shows it shows a testament to the team that they're fighters. Um, it shows that they're a team full of vets that log a ton of minutes um, compared to some of these other teams at the bottom. And I mean, it you just really can't. I mean, I I enjoy that they fight like that. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, oh crap, man, this Denver game is we might be out of it at this point. And they clawed uh, twenty three down, man. Yeah, they clawed back, and uh, it was wild. And it was kind of give and take with Dennis. Dennis down the stretch was uh, was insane. Uh, first three quarters of the game, okay, not not the you know, not the best. 
I did get a text at one point. Uh, it was in the second half, and they said, man, Gary Harris is cooking Dennis. And it was a couple possessions like that. And that and that's when you start looking at those matchups, kind of you start asking yourself, you know, Carlisle went with starting Maxi back into the starting lineup tonight and instead of Yogi. Was that because he didn't want Yogi or Dennis on Gary Harris? Possibly. Uh, instead, he might want Wes on him. But then in that second half, when Yogi was playing, Dennis was guarding Harris, and I mean Gary Harris was just uh, getting what he wanted. So it's another trending um, storyline that we're just monitoring. You know, with Chris Dunn and Lonzo in overtime the other night, just teams focusing on that aspect. Rick Carlisle really brought it out to light, to be honest. But and some reporters try to make a. A back and forth between him and Dennis about it, but, but it is. I mean, I, I agree with Rick. It's something that Dennis is gonna going to have to get better at. Um, the Mavericks gonna have to get better at how to how to get better as a team with that also. Yeah, and Dennis is gonna get compared to the rest of this rookie class, and the rest of this rookie class, they're, they're just head and shoulders above the last couple of classes we've brought in, and like like Ben Simmons coming in and being like a really good defender already, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like guys like Jalen Brown already being really really good defenders in his second year. There's, there's been some some uh, Donovan Mitchell obviously with his wingspan. Like he's going to be unfair Dennis is going to be unfairly compared to a lot of these guys. Lonzo is already a really really good defender for his position uh and for his age. And so you, you see some of these guys and you're like, "Man, like uh Dennis's defense is going to stick out so much because of some of these other guys he's going to get compared to as well." Uh, and speaking of all those guys, you can draft those guys, any of those guys, any given night that they're playing. Uh, we are joined up with the draft app and you can go download the draft app from the app store or just go online to draft.com and you can join a live snake draft at pretty much any point of the day. There's some kind of snake draft going on, whether it's NBA, NFL, I think they also have hockey, baseball, you know, golf, a whole bunch of other stuff. And you can go. You can come and join us on Draft today. Download the app. Just search Draft in your app store. Join a game in minutes, or play from your computer on Draft.com whenever you want. For a limited time, all new players get a free entry into Draft when you make your first deposit. Get in there, make a small deposit. You can start playing, win actual real money. You have to use the promo code LOMAVS. That's right. Play a real money game for free just by using our promo code LOMAVS on your first deposit on draft and draft Dennis Smith Jr. Nick, so, did you what broadcast did you listen to? I went back and forth. Sometimes I try sometimes I try to listen to the other the other side. Uh, but Antonio Daniels was <laughs> it was a, <laughs> a stark contrast to Hart tonight. Antonio Daniels, bro. It did help. It by the way, help. by the way, non-former Maverick. Just wanted to throw that out there. Guy played for like five teams, and the Mavericks are not one of them. He's like, <laughs> I think he does stuff for the Thunder mostly. Yeah, this was his first game. Uh, I think Mark Followell tweeted that out saying that he does uh, pre-game, post-game for the Thunder and somebody else. But this was his first like in-game, yeah, um, uh, play-by-play call, whatever. And oh man. <laughs> Uh, like literally five minutes into the game, I texted uh, a Mavs employee and I was like, who's on this call with Mark? <laughs> <laughs> and they told me, and I was like, okay, he, he's different. Uh, I I like, like he's fun. He's super energetic. But some of the stuff, like if anybody was listening that were not Mavs fans, 
they're probably like, this is the most Homer bias. This is worse than Tommy Heinsohn. <laughs> he because really was too. Went off about the refs and would not <laughs> give it a break. And some of his stuff, like you know, you give him a break because he hasn't, you know, did this stuff for a while. But you know, just some of the stuff that was just, you know, just wrong. <laughs> I'm saying like, yo, he's like, oh, Yogi makes a three right there. You know, Yogi wasn't a three point shooter at all coming out oh, of college. Yeah, yeah. that was. Well, like, he shot 42 percent yeah. at Indiana. <laughs> like the whole crowd had the whole bow and arrow like chant because he hit threes. Like that was their thing at Indiana. Like I'm like, uh, but no, he was. Uh, that's tough was, dropping into a season, and and I, I've even noticed this with some of these national like podcasts and people I've listened to. You're like, wait a minute, what? Like, what the heck? We were even talking about yeah, some Bill of the things from yeah from from the ringer. You're like, wait, what the heck? Like, like what are we talking about? Uh, by the way, speaking of Bill Simmons, love Bill Simmons. All right, I've listened to pretty much every. I think I've listened to every single Bill Simmons podcast since it started. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, cause, here's cause I, the thing. Here's the difference between Nick and I. I love Bill Simmons too. I really do. And I love listening to his NBA ones, but I don't listen to the tech crap or the random <laughs> crap. Like I'll listen to a, a like a Charlize Theron. Like I'll listen to that because I like her. But if somebody I don't know, I'm probably not gonna listen to it. Nick listens to every single. I even one. listen to the stupid Real World uh, Road Rules podcast that I've never even watched a single episode. I, I don't know what it is. It's just one of those. that's automatic for me. Bill Simmons today on Zach Lowe's podcast said that. They were talking about the the tributes for players, and they were making fun of the whole you know IT Paul Pierce thing, and they were also talking about the uh, oh Chris Paul potentially getting his jersey retired for the the Clippers, yeah. uh, which the Clippers have not retired a jersey yet in their existence. Hmm. And then he was like, "Who have they had? Darius Miles? They've had some guys in the past. Oliver Condi, Elton Brand. Okay." Nah, I mean not not in the recent past, like not in our lifetime, but before that, like they they had some guys, but uh, then Bill Simmons was like, "Yeah, the, you know these tributes and everything are getting getting out of control." Once I saw the Mavericks retire Derek Harper's number, that's when I was like, "All right, enough." Are you serious? I'm dead serious on Zach's podcast. I, I haven't listened to this one yet. That hurts my soul. It got me too. I mean, as an outsider, as a guy coming in from not DFW, you know, not growing up but watching that, Harp, I didn't understand role. it, but I didn't understand the Harp, you know, Jersey retirement. After seeing the night, I understand he had an impact on the game and an impact on this franchise that was a little bit bigger than, than basketball in a sense. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, no, who outsiders don't get the right to judge that. Who gives, like, who gives a crap if they, they don't decide? It's not a vote. Right. I mean, we talked about it before. Portland has seven jerseys retired from their title team. Four of them were just random role players that you're like, who the crap? Like, <laughs> Miami has Michael Jordan's jersey retired. <laughs> it's, that's Orlando, the greatest one of all time. Orlando has one jersey, the number six jersey, for the sixth man, for the fans. <laughs> like, like, they don't have him. Like, Isn't Jonathan Simmons number six? I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> but no, like... <laughs> Shut up, Bill. Like that's not your. That's not. I know. Your he, thing. I like, know he listens, and I know he's on here. But I just wanted to, yeah. to give us a moment to extend some outrage that way. Whatever. I like that. I don't like that. My bad. Uh, <laughs> you like the Kyle, outrage. <laughs> I do like the outrage on that. Uh, shout out to Kyle Collinsworth, man. I thought he played some solid minutes tonight. Kyle Collinsworth got ten minutes, twenty seconds. He had three points, two boards. Played some some pretty good defense. 
Yeah, he did, man. I love that. Like, I I was hyped about that, and in a nerdy way, like he was take he was like taking him up full court, like checking him full court. I'm like, that's what you got to do bro. if you're a two way guy. You, you, Heck you yeah. literally because you're gonna only play ten minutes. You give out, you give literally everything you have in those minutes that you have. Heck yeah! I mean, it's not gonna show up on a stat sheet. Antonio Daniels actually said that, and but. uh yeah, I thought he Well, I he was he right about well. that. It's definitely not going to show up on a stat sheet. Actually, you know what? He's not right about that. There are hustle stats. That we <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, analytics. Miles run and all that stuff. Uh, no Jalen Jones tonight. He did not play. Nope. Uh, reminder, J.J. Barea was hurt. So. Short uh, short rotation there. Yeah, I mean, Collinsworth got some of his minutes. Devin played a really, uh, really good game. He hit four threes tonight. Got really hot. He kind of, he's kind of what like brought him back in. I hate to go back to Antonio Daniels again, but he said <laughs> in the later in the game when they started to come back, Dennis hit a three or somebody hit something. Hit Dennis didn't hit a three. It was somebody. He's like, that's that's just what you gotta do. That's when that's how you start a run right there. You get a stop and then you score, oh, and yeah. then you get a stop <laughs> and then you score. You get a stop and then you score. I'm like, think that. Yep, that's a run. <laughs> that is a run. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> that was great. Uh, was- I really enjoyed that. The Mavericks, when they when he said that though, they had gotten five stops and they had scored three points off of, <laughs> off of those <laughs> those five stops. So he was not correct in the sense that they were starting a run, but <laughs> they then they scoring. went on an eight zero run and came back. So the Mavericks in this game were down twenty three in the third quarter. I think so. Yeah. In at, in the third quarter, if you look at the lead tracker, it is. I mean. <laughs> That's it's, wild. It's pretty crazy. The Mavericks started out with the lead, and then just the Nuggets just took over. And then their their biggest lead was obviously, like you said, uh, in the third quarter. And then the Mavericks just came storming back. Uh, they just cut it away and cut it away and cut it away. Uh, what I don't understand is, so Dennis sort of takes over in the first quarter, right? That's when the Mavericks actually had their lead. Their biggest lead was seven. They actually, you know. We're in control of the game. Dennis looks like he's going to get, you know, score 30 or he's going to take over the game. He's just going to be unstoppable. He's going to be able to get around any, everybody. And then he plays the first six and a half minutes or so. Carlisle takes him out and doesn't put him back in until like eight minutes and 50 seconds left in the, the second quarter. Like just takes him out for that huge stretch. I just don't understand that. It, it takes a lot of rhythm out of his game. And then you saw he didn't really get it back until the onus was on him in the fourth quarter to try to bring the Mavericks back. And that's when you saw him, you know, light it up again. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean that's what we've, we've talked about. That's the that's what the, he's talked about. Yeah, that's what <laughs> he, he talked told, about it with told, me in a, a, yeah, a piece I did earlier. It. Yeah, I mean, that that's the one thing that, I mean, I just totally disagree with Carlisle about how they're, how they're rolling with him. And just taking him out for these massive chunks to where you ask yourself, where's Dennis? And just everything with that. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, is it something – there's some, There's obviously a reason behind it. But I know if I'm Dennis, I want – I would – which is not his decision. But I would like if I'm going to be coming out, coming out for like little spurts or is it more about the second unit and the veterans and getting them long runs instead of – I don't know what that's it is, what it but, seems like. Honestly, yeah. it seems like Carlisle wants those veteran units, and he did that. To, Car- Carlisle did that tonight without Berea, without Seth Curry, you know, without like yeah a bunch of these guys that would normally take minutes away from from Dennis. Uh, you know, with Yogi and, and Devin having to play a lot of two, so 
I I don't understand. <laughs> I don't either. Um, they it felt like there for a stretch that Denver just got every single rebound, um, in particular uh, Jokic, and I just couldn't help to think of a a certain guy that plays in Los Angeles that's pretty good at rebounding, but that would be cool if we had on our team. Julius Randle is pretty good at rebounding. Oh, him? I wouldn't. I didn't think about him. Who are you thinking about? Thomas Bryant. Yeah. I'm just kidding. That's he beats that Zubac. We think you have Mozgov because he's in Brooklyn. <laughs> Mozgov. Uh, do you have anything else from this game? Uh, I don't think so. Just the stuff about Dennis. Um, yeah, no, that that's kind of it. I thought we were gonna get a Josh McRoberts sighting, especially when when Mejuri and Kleba had their uh, their foul trouble. I th- I really thought yeah. we were gonna get Josh McRoberts, and we didn't. I thought we were gonna get Jalen Jones, but oh well. Never mind. Yeah, but I wasn't like waiting on waiting on them to to bring in Jalen Jones. I was I'm, I was excited for them to potentially bring in McRoberts because now the floodgates have opened. I I lost the bet already, and so now we might as well just just play the guy. Just play the guy. That's why well. I tweeted at you the picture of McRoberts uh, with his hair <laughs> is because you said, "Oh, I'm gonna make a prediction. These three guys are not gonna play," and I tweeted at you that picture because you also said McRoberts was not gonna play. <laughs> you know, uh, one more thing for this game. You know who might be. A little overrated. Maybe this is just from one game. Uh, a lot of people are really high on Jamal Murray, and I'm not, I'm not sure about that. I'm not. I don't think he's a point guard. I think it's just. I think it's just mostly the dunked on guys with Nate Duncan and Danny Larue. They are they are so extremely high on on Jamal Murray, but I, I don't. Hmm. I don't he didn't know. Dunk on Maxi. He did not, but he nasty. he didn't he did end up scoring on that play. So. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I like Jamal Murray as a player. I don't like him in the role he's in now. He is kind of in that weird mold of like Clarkson, you know, yeah. Seth Curry, like these weird tweeners that, you know, some of them can really get away with, you know, eventually getting enough point guard skills like Steph Curry to become, a you know, an actual point guard. You know, Donovan Mitchell, I guess, is kind of in this where he has enough skills that you just have to play, you know, you just have to play him. He yeah. can be a point guard, but he's not necessarily. So they those guys, they they kind of have to decide what role they're going to take, or they end up being Lou Williams. Yeah, and that would be a great thing. Which, Lou yeah, is awesome. not terrible, but that's sort of the path that you're eventually going to have to take. All right. The speaking last, of Lou. Speaking of Lou, the last couple minutes here, let's just talk about those fights because <laughs> – Last night. Okay. So – First of all, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. All about, all about peace, all about just, you know, living together, doing things for <laughs> others is like his famous thing. And we've had, we had more fights yeah, and more well, just not brawls. People were saying brawls yesterday. That is incorrect. These no, are not brawls. These please, are just come on. spats or, you know, people going at each other and jawing at each other. Uh, some of it, I think, was because it was early games. <laughs> Get a little tension. The Ben Simmons, Kyle Lowry thing was awesome. That was the uh, first The fact one. that it was like, hey. Let's just meet out in the tunnel. Let's go. And you can see Lowry. Like, I think I would put my money on Kyle Lowry, even though he's smaller. Um, dude, Ben Simmons look, is a big dude. I know, but Lowry just looks like how a much, pit how bull. Much, well, Lowry, yeah, Lowry's got that lower body strength, too. How, how many pounds do you think Lowry has on, on Ben Simmons? Or uh, the other way around? I don't know. I, I don't think it would be that much of a difference, even though the height difference. Just ben, because Lowry's Ben Simmons a, is a thick guy. He's probably Ben Simmons is probably around like two forty or something, two thirty. Probably not two forty. 
Probably 220, 230. Lowry's probably like 190, 200. That's still like, that's like 50 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I still take Lowry. But so did you get to watch? Okay, so, any... so according to basketball reference, Ben Simmons is 230 and Kyle Lowry okay. is 205. Okay. So about 30 pound difference. So still a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I still take Kyle Lowry. Um, so then the game. Did you get to watch any of the game live? Uh, do not tell my boss I did. No, 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 no. The um, Cavs Warriors? No, not that one. The other one. The Clippers Rockets. Oh, the Clippers Rockets. No, I woke up the next day and was like, what just happened? West Coast Twitter went insane. I. It's almost more fun to wake up and just see the explosion because then you're like a detective and you're like trying to sort all these things and just see oh random memes. The first I thing, honestly, the first, the first thing I saw when I woke up about about the Clippers Rockets thing was a meme of Staples Center with a Trojan horse in front of it, and I was like, "What happened last night?" <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I I stayed up for so long. Like I went in, I went in to finish a piece I'm working on, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna finish this. Go to bed." Wife was already asleep. Turned on the game. Mistake. And it was like end of the third. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to watch it in this game. Then it starts getting chippy. And I'm like, oh, I'm all about chippiness. And most of the time, I side with players when they argue with coaches because I think coaches should just leave players alone. Yeah. Uh, I, some Sometimes Rick talks to some players. And anyway, but Blake Griffin sought that out with D'Antoni. And yeah. he actually and, went over there and, like, you know, nudged him and hit him. D'Antoni so. is, like, the, the nicest guy in the world. He, he came and talked to us during Summer League the last two years. And he is just, like – Super nice like guy. We'll talk night. to anybody, and then, yeah, then that happened last night. <laughs> so I loved, I night. loved everything. I loved. You could feel that the Clippers had this. Okay, you wanted to go. You know, the grass is greener on the other side. Let's prove you wrong. Type of feel. Yeah. And it's a revenge game it. for a lot of players. Oh, love me. I loved every bit of it. But Austin Rivers can't stand that man. No, like, who can? Get is any, off. I would love to see whose favorite player is Austin Rivers. Like just anybody. Some Dukies and Doc Rivers. There's and, enough Duke players though that you would have a favorite player that's not. I don't even think Austin Rivers is Doc Rivers' favorite player. Seth probably likes him because Seth's dating his sister. But um or he was. That's, so anyway. That blew my mind just thinking about that just now. <laughs> they all you think he has to? Together. Do you think he has to be cordial to him and like be friendly with him and hang out? And I don't know. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. Dang. Um. So anyway, so the game, you know, gets testy. Ariza, which Ariza obviously has his past of locker rooms, aka Dallas and Solomedry. <laughs> and and so Pat Beverly was there on the bench with Austin Rivers. Oh too. yeah. Like, and, oh, it was just chaos. I was I like, let's it. just trade Draymond Green and Salah Mejri to the into into this rivalry, and then oh. we'll just have all the guys, just everybody. Tony Allen, let's throw Tony Allen in there too. And then, so the chaos happens when. So then I'm I'm watching TNT because I love I love Shaq and Barkley. All right, they're, and the reactions already, are great. They're already like laughing, talking about different things, whatever. So then the first report that comes out is that Brewer reporter girl in LA. And she tweets out, there's an argument in the locker room between Harden and Chris Paul, and it turned physical. So that was the very first tweet. People starts going nuts. And it was like, oh, my gosh, Harden and Chris Paul getting a fight. All, all these people were quote tweeting and all this different stuff. 
So then they show that tweet on TNT's <laughs> the the TV, and Barkley's like, "Who the H E double L is Angelica or Ashley Brewer, and how would she know this?" <laughs> and they start cracking up all this stuff. Well, she ends up taking that statement back, and she says, "You know, a security officer told her that, so that's why she reported." It. Shouts to the fan sided Clippers account. They beat Woj and everybody to it. They had a source inside the Clippers locker room tell them what happened, that the Rockets players rushed the locker room <laughs> and uh, the Clipperholics site for fansided. And so they tweeted out, and they got massive love. And it was like five minutes later, Woj tweets it out. and So then it was just chaos then of players going locker room, LAPD called, and it's just so – so Twitter last night was insanity. And people were saying it was the best NBA Twitter night since you know the DeAndre Dallas stuff, and then it was you know Woj's tweet. Like, wh- what kind of tweet was that? Of Clint Capella walks to the front door and knocks, and they slam it in his face. Like, <laughs> Woj is like Woj has to be laughing when he's tweeting all this stuff out. <laughs> oh man, Woj was on the jump today, and he was not laughing as much then. But he doesn't laugh on TV. Probably because he's talking about. All the punishments that could come down from it, Chris Paul. He was, and that was he, the, oh, and that by was the way, by the way, last night we had the worst of all of these of all these little fights that that we talked about. Aaron Aflalo. Oh yeah, took a swing. Took yeah. a swing. Who was it? Who was it against? Uh, uh, Behelica or oh Bihalitsa. Bihalitsa. No, Nemanja Bihalitsa. That's a yeah, hard. Bro, that's like, a, why'd he get ejected? <laughs> He just put him in a headlock so he wouldn't. But he, he like actually him. took a full back. Aaron Aflalo just took a swing at him, like yeah, a, and he missed too. And then he got in a headlock and like trying to tap out. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's but anyway, so the tensions are high right now in the NBA. Oh, it was uh, it was so fun last night. I was just like refreshed. I've never refreshed Twitter so much in my life. <laughs> I was just sitting there laying there, just oh my gosh, what's going on? It was super fun, and so. <laughs> What makes NBA Twitter so fun is nights like that because Real time. everybody comes in with all their jokes and all their people having fun with it. And it's almost like you're all in one big room cracking jokes, watching the same thing. And that was one of the only times I really enjoyed NBA Twitter. And one of the one of my favorite tweets of the night was the, I should know her name, something thrillered is her actual handle, and she says, shout out to Chris Damian Paul for actually, for actually le- leading your team somewhere. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I'm done. It's, it's so insane. Great. It's so great. The but, jump, I watched the jump today. It was an hour. It's That's Rachel Nichols' show on ESPN, and they did all these, they had all these like animations and all these different like uh, pictures of, of them going to the locker room and like, <laughs> pictures of the Clippers and pictures of the Rockets sneaking through a hallway. And it was hilarious. Like the graphics that they were throwing just, just so funny. Woj is reporting of like, he's going to Chris Paul takes a secret passageway in between. He took a secret tunnel. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? And then Chris Paul's uh, media availability was awesome. There's so many jabs on it. Oh yeah. Oh, Lou, Will's about my how dude, man. Lou Williams team. Yeah. This is Lou Will's team, all the stuff. And, Oh, there's so much good stuff in that. And it was so good. Paul Pierce confirmed that there are those like tunnels like that, and said he used to, he used to uh, use them to go back and forth between the visitor locker rooms to like see old friends. So that's like a, 
a thing that you can do in Staples Center. That's weird. It is weird. Now they're going to have to do like a documentary on it or something. But like, yeah, the, the best part of the night when I was, I was literally about in tears when they have the TNT reporter oh, man. girl. Oh, and Roz. she's doing the yes, and she's doing the live reporting, and you can just hear this, <laughs> just this laughing in the background. You're just like, what? It, what? I'm like, is that somebody laughing? And you can't see him, you just hear her. And then it cuts, and Shaggin's dying, and they're making fun of him, like, hey, my name's Blake Griffin. I'm scared of Chris Paul's gonna make, beat me up. Call LAPD. I about died, man. <laughs> yeah, they called the LAPD. They're such Show big babies. Up. They're like, nobody's gonna fight. No. And, if, if anybody's country. listening to this and you did not know that Shaq and Barkley fought in a game, then YouTube the video. Because that's a fight. Like, that is punches thrown, throwing the ball off his head. Those are fights back in the day. So if you if you didn't know that, it's funny seeing that and still watching them interact. But Yeah, they left it on the court. Super, super <laughs> uh, fun night in the NBA. And I enjoy stuff like this, man. I miss the physicality of the game and everything with that. Yeah, sometimes it can get to be too much, but but yeah, there are nights like this where you're like, dang. I love how in the NBA, man, you have the Warriors Cavs play like a really good heated game until like the last five minutes or so. They can't touch the Warriors, man. No, they can't. But it was a really good game and then that's not even like the first or second news story the no. next day. There's so much other stuff that happens. The NBA is awesome. It is. It's fun right now. Trade season's heating up, or it's you know next it's three weeks or whatever. And sh- small shout out to Mark Stein of stoking the little fire today of Mavs yeah. fans of uh, on the Dunked On podcast. Yeah. And Nate yep. Duncan asked Mark Stein uh, about Boogie Cousins, what he's hearing about in free agency. <laughs> And he said he's hearing the Lakers and the Mavericks. So they talked about it a little bit more. They talked about the Netherlands thing a little bit. And uh, I don't know, Stein, Stein seems like he's pretty uh, okay with the fact that Netherlands is going to stay with the Mavs past the deadline. So Not okay with it. He thinks that it's going to happen because there's just nobody else that seems to be coming out wanting to offer anything for him. You gotta get something at some point. I mean, at least that's what I—that's what I took from it. Why? Why? Do, why do you have to get get anything? You could just grab him in the. Who want, who's gonna give something up to get, maybe you know, three months of Nerland Snowell? I don't at, know. At this well, point, he just hasn't shown any value. That's why when we joke about, oh, he's playing, he's playing Devin and JJ and, and Dwight to showcase them for a trade. Like, there's a reason why you need to actually yeah. show value. And, and Nerlens hasn't really shown any value this season. Here's the thing, especially if it's a contender, if you're Cleveland or Boston, take those two teams. If you're Boston, why not trade a future second round pick, one of your seconds, for Nerlens Noel and, and put him right into that exception from Hayward. He's going to be better than whatever you could sign off the free agent market. He might be. If you're Cleveland, Chetty Osman for Nerlens. Like, I would do that. Yeah, I see. I, a lot, I don't know if he would be any good for a playoff run. Well, I think he would. Just, I think he's just super no, motivated. Just no experience, and he doesn't – I'm not really sure – you know, you're talking about playing guys. I, I'm not sure where he would would play. Like offensively, he would just be so lost. Yeah, and that's kind of like a 
that's kind of like a thing too when you look at for instance like Atlanta Atlanta has three first round picks this year they own Houston and uh, Cleveland's first round pick in 2018 what if they called and said hey we'll give you Deadman and that Cleveland first round pick for Nerlens you're shedding Deadman's contract for next year which is six million dollars yeah I don't know why they would do that but Atlanta yeah to save six million dollars next year on cap Nah, what do they what do they care about cap? They're awful. Because well, they already got two first round draft picks coming in. We saw yeah, last they year. Need, they need as many swings as they can get. Hey, that's what we thought about Portland too, and they traded they traded two of them for one. And they're gonna have a ton. Of, like, I'm just saying, it's situations like that to where I could see, like, there's still situations where Nerlens could be moved. And oh, it could and, happen for sure. I, I'm just, I'm just saying what Mark Stein said today, where it just really seemed like he didn't think it was going to happen. But he also admitted he doesn't know anything. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> still anything could happen. He's like, we could know all this, and yeah, he's like the what second or third dude that said that he thinks the deadline is going to be like a dud. Yeah, we talked about that on on yesterday's podcast with uh, that Tim Bonteps report. Oh yeah, but there's still some guys we talked about. Miritich, also George Hill, I think is is definitely going to get dealt at some point. <laughs> Sacramento saying, "Hey, we're just gonna play our young guys from here on out." Just coming He's out, trade, you know, trade Vince Carter, trade him to Boston or something into that exception, and let him play in the playoffs. Campbell Walker, they also mentioned today, could be a yeah. guy that's on the way out. That would be cool. Yep, the Kemba thing, man. I said like a month ago. Can we get George yeah. Hill or Kemba Walker on Denver? Yeah, that's true. That needs to happen. There's a there's a trade in, there's a trade there if. I think Cleveland should really look into trading Isaiah Thomas, but like if you're Denver, would you trade like Fareed and Jamal Murray for Isaiah Thomas? Oh, if you're Cleveland, why would you do that? To get Fareed and Jamal Murray? You have no, no, because you already have Tristan Thompson. And that's pretty okay. much. What if you throw in like Will Barton and you you throw in like Shumpert going back to shed that contract? For them? You need some like defensive stoppers in Cleveland. You don't need these guys that can just come. I thought Cr- Jay Crowder is supposed to be defense, Mister Defense. Well, if you look at if you look at how Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are doing right now, you know exactly why that happened. <laughs> yeah, well, like that's the thing. Like, what 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 can the Cavs do? I mean, where Tristan Thompson is supposed to be this rebounding defensive center. Jay Crowder is supposed to be this defensive wing that can play really good defense against KD. KD can torch him, like. Yeah, well, KD torches everybody. Like, what? What's their? What's their? They hand this massive contract to Corver. He can't play defense. No. Isaiah Thomas. Okay, have fun, Frodo. Kevin Love. Yeah, like so. Like, what? What's their play? I mean, unless they make a bigger deal to, like, do, do they go for a wing? Do they go for a DeAndre? I don't think they have enough for DeAndre because I don't think they give up the Brooklyn pick, but they're yeah. in a weird spot, man. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not them. <laughs> like, there, there's a thing, like, th- that's why I'm saying if you're Cleveland, like, there's a small thing in there to where, like, if you don't blow it up, then why not just make a small deal for, like, Nerlens? At least do something small to at least try something. And yeah. try. And they might have to because LeBron might leave, and if they don't try anything, then. Yeah, like, so, like, I don't know. They're a weird team. There's a lot of situations. Nick and I, we'll go through a bunch of predictions or uh, stuff on the pod over the next week or so with trade stuff. Yeah. We love trade season. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time. 
All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Locked On Mavericks. Uh, we will be joining next the rest of this week. We'll probably get into some draft stuff uh, later this week. Be talking about our, our who we think is going to be number one, uh, whether we think it's Luka Doncic or whether we think it's somebody else. Clear cut. No, what Trey Young had a bad night tonight, like a really bad night, and this was the this was the first night my dad chose to watch Oklahoma. And I've been building up this Trey Young kid to my dad for a while now. Mm-hmm. And he calls me tonight. He goes, you know what I did tonight? I watched <laughs> Trey Young. And I was like, oh, dear God, that's the worst one. He goes, that kid's horrible. What are you talking about? He said he had 11 turnovers. I'm like, no, 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 that's not Trey Young. <laughs> he just put up 43 the other night. He hit 10 threes. So. That's so funny. Isn't that the case? I'm like, I hate the moments like that. But. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Peace out. Boom. Free Motley.